episode 126. Welcome to Dharmic Evolution. Hey everybody, I'm your host, James Kevin O'Connor, singer-songwriter, audio-video artist, master storyteller, and international talent agent. Well, we're in Atlanta, Georgia today to visit with a woman who has been inspired and called to sing about God's message. From her debut, Introducing Trish, to Redemption, to her latest release, No One Else, let's get right into the music of Trish Stanley. You better strap up your seatbelts and let's go for a ride. Have you heard the news? There is a brand new musical act out on the airwaves called Mercy. This is something that you have never heard before. It's spiritual. It's the truth unleashed. With scripture delivered by Christine Mercy. Along with drums, guitars, pianos, violins, and vocals from singer-songwriter James Kevin O'Connor. Yes, a little bit of heaven on earth. And just in time. Behold, the brand new single from the forthcoming album, I Am Victorious. Yes, Jesus came, he saw, he taught, he preached, he healed, he suffered unimaginable torture, and not only defeated the evils of Satan, but he won the entire war for the entire world. And as he stated in the song, I'm going home, back to the throne, victorious, it's glorious. I've many rooms in my father's house for all of us. It's glorious. Learn to trust in his name. I Am Victorious, the new single, is out now and available on iTunes, Amazon, and CD Baby. Recorded just weeks ago on Music Row in Nashville, Tennessee. Download the single I Am Victorious right now on iTunes, Amazon, and CD Baby. And keep your eyes open for the full album release coming soon. Featuring Come, Bless You, Amen, I'm Afraid, It Is Finished, And yes, the title track, I Am Victorious, available right now. Go to iTunes, CD Baby, or Amazon and download your copy of I Am Victorious today. And keep your eyes and ears open for the new band, Mercy, coming to a venue near you soon. This message is sponsored by the James O'Connor Agency. Today on the Dharmic Evolution, really, really happy to have Trish Stanley with us. And uh, Trish, welcome to Dharmic Evolution. Thank you. I'm such. It's such an honor to be here. It's a long time coming. Now you know that, James. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Sometimes it, you know we have to work hard for these things to take fruition, but they all happen, right? Eventually, yes. it all happens. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So I, I dig in your stuff. I really like your music a lot, and. Um, you are from the uh, the you were a gospel singer and writer, yes. and um, yes. how did you first get connected to this type of music? What drew you in? I know I know it must be obvious, but tell us, you know, what were the circumstances that surrounded the inspiration for you to come to be a Christian writer and a gospel singer? Well, I started out that way. I actually started as a teenager. I was born and raised in church. And I started as a teenager. We formed a a girl group at the church I was growing up in. And one of the members was like, hey, let's write a song. And I'm like, I never thought about writing. My mother wrote poetry. I have a sister who does poetry and I would get their writings, which wasn't necessarily gospel poetry. It was just poetry. Right. And I would take those, those poems and create melodies with them. So when she mentioned, let's write a song, it kind of kind of flowed into what I was kind of doing it in private. <laughs> right, right. And and so so how old were you when this happened? 
Oh, my goodness. Uh, when I used to put melodies to my mother's poetry, I was probably about 11. But when I wrote my very first song, I was 15. Wow, that's young. That's really yeah. young. I mean, that must have been. So when you first did that, did you have like that moment of saying, wow, this is, uh, you know, this is really special. Did it just dawn on you? Like, I wrote a song. This is so cool. You know, it, it I don't know what it is with me. I'm never, I never amaze myself. And I think that's part of, and I've always asked God to keep me at a certain place. Right. And he has done that. So I've never really amazed myself in that sense. I'm just doing what, what God has called me to do. And I'm amazed by him that he would even allow me to do this. So it's nothing that I take credit for within myself. I just thank God that he allowed people and situations to allow me to exercise and, and, and do what I do, what he's, he's blessed me and, and called me to do. Well, let's find out all about the blessing and start off with Again I Worship. Check this one out from Trish Stanley. Again I worship, again I say that you are worthy.
Wow, now that was some stellar production. That was awesome. Great job on that. Thank you. Yeah, we, so we, bring us into the very, studio. That's very important. Yeah. yeah. It's very important to have good production. Yeah. Now, who? <laughs> tell us who your producer is. My producer is Carlton, a.k.a. C.W. Whitfield. Um, he's here in Atlanta now, but he's originally from Texas, and he is a perfectionist. He wore me out on this whole entire project. I hated him. <laughs> hated him in the end. Yeah. <laughs> I love that he uh, he embraces the silences in your music, which is just makes it all the more special. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Are you in Atlanta? I am. Okay. I'm in Atlanta. Originally not from, from Indiana, um, but I've been here. I came here to go to college and found my husband and found my life here in Atlanta. <laughs> God bless. That's awesome. You're home now, girl, right? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> good. Good for you. So tell us about uh, the inspiration behind this song and and you know how you came to write it again I worship and then uh and then if you would take us into the studio and uh share with us the experience of recording this. Uh the message of the song is very easy. A lot of times we get um so caught up in in church politics and politics in particular into everything work, children, family. A lot of times we find ourselves or there will come a time. There will definitely come a time when we find ourselves in a moment, in a small, short period of, of pulling away from um, God, we begin to, what I say, uh, begin to get to a place where we're at a crisis of belief. Not that he's not God, but right. we get to a place where we're so dependent on our paychecks. We're so dependent on our spouses or our parents or whatever it is that we kind of water down the awesomeness of God. And so, again, I worship is the song that that I believe it was written in the purpose of bringing us back to the original, which is, again, I worship, again, I praise, because he alone is worthy. And it gets us back to that place, because he's going to get us back to that place where we're solely depending on us, on right. him, excuse me. Right. Um, right. So this is a song that will help you in that journey. Uh, in the studio, we actually wrote this song probably maybe five years ago. And it was a song that I specifically, actually, my husband it came from my husband in the sense that he said, Trish, I want to hear something. I don't, I haven't heard anything where it's just you, a little music and right. just the realness of your vocal. And so he sort of inspired that. And along with the message, we were like, okay, this is the song that we need to do that. Just not a whole lot of production, a whole lot of instruments and all of that. We're just going to keep it simple with this message. And so that's where it was. And it came easy. It's actually one of, out of all the songs that I've done, it's actually one of my favorite uh, to do. And it, it is the most true to who I am vocally. Yeah. It really, um, all the li little piano fills, everything shines, you know, because it's not so overdone that yes. every little piece is kind of like, wow, you know, it, it just circles around your vocals, which is really yeah. great. Yeah. So, so you feel like, uh, again, I worship, you know, being the, uh, the theme of, um, of the song is mm -hmm. the distractions of, we get caught, so caught up that we yes. kind of forget, we get so distracted that, um, we place uh, too much importance on things that are should not be given that kind of value. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Just as simple as the the production as you as you brought out is is as simple of a message as that. <laughs> you know, when right. when the world is so cloudy and not cloudy but so busy and and we're running here and we're running there, it's just as simple as sitting down and just getting back into oneness with God. Right. Just breathe and stay quiet. Yes. Stay quiet yeah. and all will happen. 
Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So absolutely. do you so is your studio right in Atlanta where you recorded this? It is. It's actually right around the corner. Oh, how <laughs> convenient. <laughs> yeah. Listen, that is great. I'm walking to the studio. <laughs> well, now it's not walking. Dude. It probably is, but I'm not going to walk. Yeah, right. <laughs> so can you can you share with us some of the musicians um, who played and, and being in the studio? How did this feel when it was coming together? It was, uh, well, we have uh, Brian Andrews, who is a phenomenal drummer. I am really, the drummer is really the instrument that I particularly struggle with as an artist, especially doing live, because if the drummer is not in tune, if they are loud and, and it could just throw off your whole and complete sound. Right. And he is such a finesse drummer. He realizes that it isn't in the volume of his play, but in the in the finesse of his play. And, and so he was one of the musicians. A lot of the musicians came in on this particular project on my very first project. I kind of handpicked them, but on this project, Carlton handled all of that. Um, with the exception of Brian, um, Brian is just somebody who's going to go, he's going to do every project with me. <laughs> right. Great. Um, but I do believe in using live instrumentation on in, in your music, uh, for your project. I solely believe in that. Uh, there's nothing wrong with studio sounds, but it's not as pure as the real, nothing sounds like a lead guitar, like a lead guitar, you yeah, know, playing right. live. <laughs> yeah. So we did that a lot. We have, a, we have maybe two tracks that are not, um, complete with a full band, but the majority of the project is full band sound. And, and what is the title of this EP? It's titled No One Else. No One Else. Okay. Okay. I wanted to make sure because I know I had Introducing Trish up there. That was your first one. And yes. Redemption, you know, so you've got yes. a nice legacy of of, um, of uh, creativity going here for yourself. Yeah, I actually pulled back Introducing Trish. And it's funny because when I worked with the producers for that per pro that particular project, they're actually my mentors. They mentored me in the process of studio, what to expect and that. And they worked with me on Introducing Trish. And it was funny because when we finished that, they said, I promise you, you're going to come back to this project in a couple of years and pull it and not let nobody hear it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's there's something about that, though. Um you know, you have to look at your early work and say, you know, you got to look at that as, well, I would never be here where I am now yes. if I hadn't gone through that. You know, it's kind of, and we all have to do that. We all have to start somewhere and grow. Yes. At, yes. At, and time just does that time and maturity mm -hmm. and, and being in, influenced by other people and being around other producers. And, yes. you know, we, we all strive to become, you know, uh, the best version of ourselves today. And right. We can't be that unless we go through what we did a year ago or two years ago That's or five right. years ago, you know? So uh, right. I commend you on the growth of, of your work. It's really great Thank what's you. happening to you. So tell me the most exciting thing that's been going on in your, your life lately. What's been happening besides this record or as a result of this record that's looking really exciting for you? I think that what's been most exciting for me is there were things that I was into as a child and I wanted to do everything as a child. I wanted to do, go into fashion and I wanted to on the business side, right? too short to be a model. Um, but I wanted to go into the business side of fashion. Um, I always loved trinkets and putting things together and trying to figure out that. Of course, I've always loved music. And what I didn't realize then that I'm realizing now is that, um, 
all of that stuff is given to you for a reason and you'll be able to tap into it um, each step of the way. So for me, I wanted to do radio. Actually, this, I came here to Atlanta to do uh, mass communication. Uh-huh. So I wanted to do that as well. And so what I'm finding out now is that I'm able to do music. I am. I have a radio show that I do for fashion. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, See, so you got um, in the fashion thing anyway. Yes. Nice. <laughs> So I get to interview all the fashion designers. I love clothes. And so I get to do that every week. And um, I love putting things together. So what I do for my nine to five, I'm a communications technician. So I fix stuff. Uh And of course, I do music. So it all came full circle for me. And I'm so much at a place in my life where I'm just I am so loving life. I'm so open to um, just new ideas, fresh ideas and just going hard. Right, right. So, so you love getting up every day because you have so much to look forward to. Yes, Yes. you got it. You got to breathe what's in your soul out to this entire audience in sixty-one countries now and tell them how it's done. That's awesome that you have that going on. (laughs) So, so fashion models, huh? Fashion designer, all that. So that's really, really great that you're doing that. It is. And it's so funny because I went, my mother made me go to fashion uh, modeling school, excuse me, when I was a teen. Right. And she did it for this because my self-esteem was low. And what I learned from that is that's something, the main thing that I incorporate on my show. It isn't just about fashion, but I also incorporate um, having healthy self-esteem for women. And it's mostly for women. Um, self-esteem. And, and we so we bring on people who can encourage you to do that. We bring on people, life coaches and all of that to just allow you to live a ha- happy, healthy life. We only have one life right. to live and why not enjoy it? Why not live it to its fullest? Don't waste a minute of it. And so that's what we preach about on our show. That's so great though. I mean, just having that, you know, kind of um, coaching, if you will, to help mm-hmm. people, you know, especially young ladies who who need yes. that self-esteem because there's yes. a lot of pressure on women and young girls, you got to be perfect and all this. Yeah. And it, it just must be a lot to carry. Mm-hmm. You know, you're having enough time, uh, struggles going through school and all of the Absolutely. peer pressures and all that, you know, it's just compounds everything, you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. God bless you for yeah. that. Hey, tell me about your songwriting process. What do you do for like, what's your fave go-to thing sitting at a piano, just, uh, noodling, picking up a guitar, just singing with nothing like what is your favorite process for creating a song now i'm not a, a musician myself okay and i wish oh my god i wish i had i wish i had gone to school from my mother told me to go to school for which was music and i would have that right um but really a lot of times um inspiration comes from me um through like sometimes i'll wake up and something is given to me and i'll write it and usually for me whenever i write a melody it comes with the melody. It isn't right. just lyrics. Right. And so that's the normal process. But on Redemption, you mentioned that project. Uh, for that particular project, I actually created a survey. It was a three-page survey. And I surveyed maybe five people. And they answered the questions on the survey. And I took the heart of where they came from in those surveys and incorporated that into my writing. So um, that's how I did that. I know that's very different. That's I didn't do it. That's very cool. <laughs> yeah. And smart too. I mean, before you're like guessing what your audience wants, you just went out and asked them yes, what's important absolutely. to you, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And 
with the title of Redemption, God had given me Redemption, but hadn't given me any songs yet. So right. I knew the title would be Redemption before the project was done. And so at that point, um, the curve that it took me into were those people who had, who were hurt by church, who um, left and never wanted to come back, or those who just felt like they were not worthy right. because they've done so much in their life. Those are the people that I pulled. And so I got the heart of them and put that into the lyrics and created redemption. Wow. So you got to give lessons on this. This is perfect. <laughs> you know, your fellow songwriters, you want to know how to do an album. You just get a hold of Trish. She'll straighten you out on that, you know? Yeah. So, so inspiration. So when you are, do you, when, like when you get inspired to write something, do you sit there and say, you know, it's time for an album or it's just, it's just one song. It's a one-off. I'm going to just write this and put it away. You know, like how do you prepare for a major project? It is pretty much, first of all, I have to be inspired. Um, I really do have to be inspired. Something has to be oozing out of my pores mm -hmm. to say a message um, in order to do that. At the same time, um, strategically on the business side, not just solely on the artistic side, uh, on the business side, I'm leaning more into being a little bit more free um, in, in my writing. I have a couple of songs, of course, didn't make the project. Not sure if I will put those songs out there just for songwriters, for people who can sing, or if I'm going to sit on them and do them maybe a couple of years later. Right. It just sort of depends on where I'm at and what I'm feeling. I really try to stay in tune to... Um, you know, what, what do I need to be doing? I personally need to be doing in this season and in this time. Right. Right. You know, I think it's time to play another one. How about we play go? What do you say? Yes. Here we go <laughs> with Trish. Go ye therefore, teach all nations, spread the gospel everywhere. Where you lead me, I will follow you. Let your glory shine through me. I'm available to be used by you. Yes. No matter how I feel, I'll go, go. 
yeah, Trish, you're really laying it out there for all of us to dig. Go. <laughs> Tell us, go. You you go, girl. And you did go on that one. So so give us the breakdown here. How did you get inspired to uh to go? Go was is just really my whole story. I did not want to be a recording artist um in the sense that I didn't want to be solo. Okay. I always was fine with a choir or with a group. But going solo was really, really, really a struggle for me. I was terrified yeah. and actually told God no for a long time. And then he he affected my gifting, my, my creativity. As you know, I said earlier, I've been writing since I was 15 right. and singing longer since 10, age 10. And so when he took my voice and took my creativity away from me, I was like, oh, I'm going to go wherever you want me to go, no matter how I feel, I'm going. <laughs> so how did he take that away from you? What happened? Well, I had, um, it was after my, my daughter. Um, I had my daughter and I was stricken with, I didn't know then, but I was, I've always gone to a vocal coach and I was missing part of my register in the middle of yeah. my register. And so she sent me to an ear, nose, throat doctor and found out it was acid reflux. But before then I didn't know what it was. So I'm thinking, oh my God. I, I, I lost my voice. My voice was a, my singing voice was a whisper. My speaking voice is as it is now. But whenever yeah. I would try to flip and sing, it was only a whisper. And so it scared the life out of me. Yeah. And so at that point, I'm like, how would I function if if I'm not using this in the way that I'm supposed to be using it? And it's taken away from me. How would I feel? It's not worth it. Yeah. So go is go speaks to that. No matter how you feel in fear and anxiety and in all of that, you still have to go. Yeah. What's funny, I'm just going through that same thing. Acid reflex. I got to look into that. Oh, yes. Yeah, I got sick um, in November and I'm. I, it's still with me. It's like I got about two octaves back, but I'm missing about, mm -hmm. you know, about an octave and a half of my voice, my range. Yeah, it's like really frustrating, you know? And yes. it's like every day it gets just a little better, but um, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I'll take that to heart for sure. And I'm glad you said that because it is a long process. Yeah. That's a long process to come out of. So it isn't just a quick, take a few pills and you're better. Right. It is. Mm -hmm. You have to keep working it and just be yeah. patient, you know? You know, you got to take advantage of hanging out with a fashion consultant. I think I'm going to get some pointers from Trish right after this interview. Right back to the interview after these words. Are you a singer, songwriter, artist, or author? Are you in need of a platform for your career? Well, the James O'Connor Agency is in the business of helping you broadcast your global career. If you are needing to expand your presence in a big way, such as having your music and your voice heard around the world, well, look no further. We have the platforms here to help you catapult your career like no one else can. Your artistry can be featured around the world on the FilmOn.com IPTV network. Here at the James O'Connor Agency, we can expand your global career by being a featured guest on Dharmic Evolution for singer-songwriters and everyone in the entertainment industry. Or the James O'Connor Show, designed for authors, speakers, and thought leaders. Both shows are international radio TV shows and podcasts. Go to the jamesoconnoragency.com and find out what we can do for your global career right now. 
Hey, um, tell me about social media. Now you are on Facebook and I saw you're doing your Skype thing on there and you're doing videos. And so (laughs) what are your favorite platforms and how do you leverage your career using social media? I love social media in this day and age, especially as an indie artist, because you can put yourself out there as often as you'd like. Right. Um, My, I like, I won't say I like all social media, but our favorite spots are Snapchat. But I, I'm not, I don't give out my Snapchat because Snapchat is my learning right, <laughs> site. Right. Okay. So I build up my courage and then I go to Instagram. Um, but I'm not a video person. I, I, I'll take 50 million pictures and I'll post. But as far as doing the video side of it, I'm, I'm growing in that area. So Instagram and Snapchat right now. And then, of course, my music page, Trish Stanley Music, is is a place where I, I feel like I can be myself. I like to be um, as, what's the word I'm looking for, as, as Robust. transparent. Yes, yes, yes very good. <laughs> as transparent as I can on my music page because uh-huh. I'm not high on me. Right. I'm high on God, but I'm not high on me. And I love to share the different processes. It's not being perfect. Right. You don't have to be perfect to be in Christ. Actually, he prefers you to be imperfect so he can shows, show his work and his power and his ability through you. And so uh, Instagram, which is Trish Stanley Music, as well as Facebook, Trish Stanley Music are my favorite spots. And I'm not going to give you Snapchat because I'm learning on this. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I gave up on Snapchat. My kids are a whiz at it, you know, and I'm like, ah, oh, no, yes. not another one. Because at one point I was on every single platform out there yes. and I, I had to whittle it down. Just too yeah. much time, you know? It's exhausting. Too yes. much time in the huddle. So, yeah. uh, you know. <laughs> hey, so let me ask you about gigging, um, performance. Do you mm-hmm. like to get out and, and play live? And if so, where do you play? Where's your favorite spots to play? Oh. Goodness, I love gigging live. I absolutely do. I love, for me, being a gospel artist, I love being on platforms where gospel isn't that particularly um, high up on those who who want to see you at. I love outdoor events. I love, um, we recently did, before I went on break and rest period, we did Jacksonville um, Agriculture festival. Okay. And it was amazing. It was amazing that I don't believe it. Now I love church. I love going and singing in the churches. Don't get me wrong, but I know that's not where I'm called. I'm called outside of the four walls. So those type events, outdoor events, events where I'm able to give and and really minister to the homeless, um, many minister to those who are having a, a hard time that's struggling. That's where I love. That's where I live in in uh performing i'm the type i'll go into a club a nightclub right and and sing and do what i do there if i'm welcome yeah and and so it's just the unconventional is where my my favorite spots are right do you have a booking agent or do you do you do your own bookings how do you own booking i I am solely and completely independent um i have a pr person that i will uh like we just released this new project so intelligently wise, I needed to have a PR person. So I right. um, hired a PR person during that time. 
Um, but for the most part, it's just me. I have two ladies that assist me um, in, in bookings and I just use every resource that I can. And like, as you mentioned earlier, social media, if you use social media in the way that it is intended, you can make a lot of connections and you can do a lot of things just off of, uh, social media. Yeah. It is so important today, especially for the indie yeah. artists, you know, yeah. nothing like it. Hey, I think we got to play another one. Let's play okay. nobody but me. Yes, yes indeed. <laughs> Here we go.
the yeah. I love your higher range there when you like really, really belting it out there. Yeah. Sounds like you're t- you're totally healthy now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yes. I was going to mention that that was the area that was not good. Yeah. <laughs> So you you were getting that gravel stuff and your voice is yeah. like uncontrollable. I, I yeah. hate that. I'm, I'm there now. <laughs> hey, I want to go back a little bit. We talked earlier about, um, you were talking about how helping women with low self-esteem and things. And you became the host of the weekly broadcast Style with Trish, yeah. online radio show, which, yeah. which speaks to the wholeness of women. Give us a yeah. little plug there for yourself on that. Tell us where we can hear that and what's the story on that whole thing. We are currently in hiatus, but we're playing repeat. So if you, if this is new for you, you can go and listen every Sunday okay. from 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on survivalradionetwork.us. Okay. And we're style with Trish, and we're there. I am so excited about the show. I'm excited about what we're doing. Actually, um, off of the show, I'm, it inspired me to write a book on self-esteem. And oh, Nice. Yeah, and so, and I think it's something that we really, really need. I believe that when we as women get our head right, uh-huh. um, it, it'll be a better world if we get our head right. We'll, it's okay to, we have issues sometimes saying, I'm my husband's helpmeet or um, submission. We have issues with those words. But if you know who you are and you believe cemently who you are, it makes such a better place. We want our men to lead. That's who they were created to do. Yeah, I love you. I love you, girl. Now <laughs> you're talking. So let me ask you this. If you get your head right, can you teach us how to get our head right? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Because, it, you know, it's, it's, it's like we're failing each other as right. a gender. You know, yeah. you, you, you can't fault one because we're not doing what we're supposed to do. And you can't fault us because others are not doing what they're supposed to do. So I think that it would start with us. That's who God has created us to, do, to be nurturers. Right. And we're so in tune, we're so emotional beings right. that it has to start with us. We need to fix us. And then we'll be able to pray and cover. Can't fix the man, but we can pray and cover them. And God will truly hear our prayers right. and, and, and get us all right. You got the right attitude, girl. You got it going on. You're going to have to get out there and do more coaching. I'm telling you. Yes. <laughs> hey, so so what's what are you looking forward to like in the in coming 2017? We're right around the corner. So yes. what's your biggest aspiration for you know the year coming up? What do you want to accomplish? What do you, what do you hold near and dear to your heart as far as not only with your music career, but just what you're doing in your life and how you look forward and, and uh, what excites you, I guess, is the best question. I am so excited for 2017. I really am. I, 2016, for a lot of people, said they said it wasn't good for them, but I, I, it was a blessed year for me. I, I see it as a blessing, a lot of hardship, right. but it was still a blessing. Um, I, As I shared before, I'm working on a book on self-esteem. And so I'm excited about that. I am also going to be releasing a, and you guys hearing it first here. Okay. Don't tell nobody, (laughs) but I'm going to be releasing my very first line of women jackets, um, fall of 2017. So I'm working with a seamstress slash designer, and we're going to come up and we're going to design a line of, of female jackets. I believe in locking and loading it until you work it out in the gym. That's it. Now you got it. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> and so these, these are going to be lock and load jackets that yeah. we're going to be coming out with. And I guess what's most inspires me, I have, my daughter is 16 and she's artistic um, in the sense that she's, she loves to draw. She's, she loves to write. I see her as a screenwriter um, 
in her own right. Um, but I'm going to really, really enjoy my last year with my baby. <laughs> yeah, because she's going to move on. She's getting to that <laughs> stage, right? Yeah. Yes. So 2017 is going to be a very special mom and daughter year uh, for me and her. I, I I believe by God's grace, I've done right by her and I, I'm teaching her and I'm guiding her. But 2017 is going to be where mommy takes her hand off a little bit. Yeah. And you're still at home, but I need to make sure you got what I want you to get, need you to get. And so it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a trying year as mom for me, but it's necessary. Well, you know, as a, as a father, like looking at you and saying that, you know, and, and just having the wherewithal and the, the appreciation for that, that's really, um, that's really pretty awesome to look forward and say, you know, that the time is coming. So why not celebrate every minute we have together? You know, so it's really precious. Yes. God bless you for that. Yeah, we take it for granted. <laughs> we do, we do. We just, you know, life, you, you let life happen to you. You don't mean to, yes. but, it, but it just happens. It's like, where did this time go? And and it's like, right. I didn't pay attention to things that I should have, you know? Right, right. Yeah. Right. So so tell me, um, tell me songs that you like in the past, songs and artists that you listened to growing up that like really, really affected you and help you you know, form who you are now? Like, who are the people that you listen to the most that helped create Trish Stanley that we now know and love so much? I have a, I'm the youngest of four girls. So, um, my mother only listened to gospel. So on, on her, what I got from her was like the Hawk, Walter Hawkins and the Hawkins family, the Clark sisters, of course, born that was embedded in me, but I have some rebellious sisters too. So it makes us <laughs> to a lot of other different stuff. And from, from their, um, their love of music and what they exposed me to being the youngest. Um, I would say as far as the being in love with the, the live band sound, my oldest sister really, really gave me earth, wind and fire. Oh yeah. And, yeah. And, and so from that sound, I haven't been able to master it yet, but I'm right. working on it. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're, you're doing it great because you've got good songs and great production and yes. you pay attention to all the nuances, all the yes. silences, all the, you know, those mm-hmm. precious parts of, it. So, um, so that's great. Important. That's great company. Earth, wind, it's, and fire. It's, important. Man. it's part of the story. Um, vocally, I would have to say, and I say this all the time, and it kind of throws people a little bit, but um, not sure why. Um, but I really, really, really love and studied two people. Uh, one is Phyllis Hyman. I love big voices. Uh-huh. I love big, strong voices. And so Phyllis Hyman had a lot of uh, uh, time and where with me as far as studying. And then I have an upper register. And in the upper register, I studied people such as uh, uh, Denise Williams. Right. And uh, her name just, just took a blank for me. And it should not because she's an amazing, loving you is easy. Oh, Mimi Ripperton. Minnie Rippleton. Yeah. And then Spent what about, what about, I hear some Patty LaBelle influence in you too. <laughs> yeah. You getting up there. Yeah. <laughs> the squawk that comes from Patty. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Patty's got to work her way into everything somehow. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> You're not really truly a, a singer. If there's certain people that you, if you don't listen to, and she's one of them. Yeah. Another I actually grew, went to school with Aretha Franklin's youngest son. Oh so yeah. She's, she's iconic. Yeah, still in the world in my world, but I saw more of a personal side of her um, being um, 
raised up with her with her youngest son, Kel. So, um, but yeah, I those those voices, of course, they have to have some kind of impact in yeah. in the journey. Yeah, awesome. Well, you you're keeping good company for sure. Yeah. yeah. Tell me, tell me, what do you like to do outside of music? What's your What's your favorite thing? Uh, just when you need a little break from music, do you get any downtime? Do you like to do anything special? That's where that's I love the month of December. Actually, after Thanksgiving into the New Year is my downtime. I okay. select the end of the year, and I don't like to do anything Good during that time. Good. <laughs> Good. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> I'll clean my home, you know, and do things here around the home. I love to shop. I am a shopper. Right. Um, even during this time, I don't do I don't do a whole lot of shopping. Well, I you love got to those read. the badass jackets, right? <laughs> yeah. I love that. I, I I mispronounced it. I forgot what you called them. What'd you call them earlier? It wasn't badass jackets. It was something else. <laughs> Lock and load. <laughs> Lock and load. How could I forget that? That's so cool. <laughs> It makes me want to buy one of those lock and load, but I'd I'd look silly in a lady's jacket though, you know. I really would. So that's good. So you like so you take your downtime, and that's what people should do is, you know, do absolutely nothing. Be real downtime. I I struggle with that because I've always got eighty two things going on at once. It's not the healthiest thing to do all the time either. That's right. Yeah, you need to chill and rewind, recharge those batteries, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. okay. And, and you know what? I, I think it's also time to play why. What do you think? I love why. Yeah? I love why. why? Yes. And, and tell me people why. Wanna, people want to title it, He Did It All. Uh-huh. Um, I get that a lot. Right. But the purpose of me writing the song was to incorporate into people's mind and cement into your mind why he did what he did. And so that was the purpose of the title of why, but I love why, because it really, really takes you back. I love the feel of the song. Right. It's somewhat of a, what's the word I want to use? Uh, epic slash a little bit of just a little bit of rock in there. I love the feel of the song, but most of all, I love the message and the messages. That's what my whole ministry is about is to remind people of the simplicity of Christ. And so that's what why does, I believe. Okay, well, let's find out why. Here we go. Death was sure to be, love was the only thing he could see. As they pierced him in the side, he was barely alive, he did it all for me. The blood ran from his eyes, never once did he cry, love was all
Did it all just for me. How did you get Eddie Van Halen to play on this track? What the hell is going on here? You got reach, girl. Reach. Who, I wish. Who, who was that on guitar? We That is none other than Mark Loretti. He is renowned and very much known. He plays with Snarky Puppy, who travels throughout not just this country, but the world. Um, amazing, amazing guy. He's actually played. This is one of two uh, songs that he played on. Amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, his, to do his the awesome. song live. Yeah, and we'll obviously... I, oh, mean, I meant that in all respect towards, uh, you know, not that he's Eddie Van Halen. I just, he just had those kind of chops, you know, really, really great, great right. player. Oh, you take that as a compliment, yeah. trust me. And the drums, <laughs> drums were awesome on this. The whole thing was awesome. Who's Thanks. on the drums? Sticks? Uh, Sticks. Sticks is actually on, and he's a huge up-and-coming drummer. Um, he's another one outside of Brian Andrews I love to gig with live because they respect all the other instruments and as well as the vocalist. It's, it's a collaboration and he just relocated to California. So we're going to hear more things from sticks. Trust great. Me. <laughs> great. Well, it sounds like a band effort, which was, which yes. is really great. It doesn't sound like a bunch of session guys just shoring up a, a solo artist. It's, it sounds right. like a very collaborative effort, you know? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. Really, really loved that track. I was, yes. I was totally getting into it. <laughs> yeah. So listen, as we're as we're getting near the end here, I want you to share with us um, the best way that people can connect to you, find out about your music, purchase your music, support you. How do we learn all about Trish Stanley? Where do we go, Trish? What do we do? <laughs> you can go Coach to us. Trish. 
TrishStanley.com. And Stanley, I always spell it because it'll throw people. It's S-T-A-N-D as in Daniel, L-E-Y. But TrishStanley.com. And you can connect with me on social media there. You can uh, shoot me an email there. I love to hear from people. As, as I shared earlier in the interview, I love uh, to just get people's feedback. That is like life to me and right. what I do. And so I would love to just hear hear your story. It didn't have to do anything, have to do with my music. Um, just hear your story and just, you know, chat it up. I am the same way I'm here now. I'll be the same way. I don't change. I don't put on fluffs. I don't put on airs. I am who I am by the grace of God. Right. So um, I am who I am. So please feel free to connect with me. I would love to be connected to you. Uh, music is available on all digital outlets. If you would like a hard copy, just shoot me an inbox um, on my website and I'll get one out to you. Uh, absolutely. For sure. Great, great. Well, listen, this was really awesome. Your music is outstanding. Um, you have such a high level of, um, you know, proficiency in everything you do, and it shines forth. Really, really love what you do, your production, your songs, your voice. Everything's awesome. So um, I want to thank you for sharing your stories and your life and your music with us today here on the Dharmic Evolution. Thank you so much for having me and being patient with me. <laughs> no problem. We've had tougher cases than you. Are you kidding? <laughs> we chase around like all kinds of people. Last year week, we had a 14-year-old girl on the 61-year-old man. So wow. music knows no boundaries. You know, we take right. all comers, you know. It. I love it. Yeah. I, I wish you nothing but the absolute best success. And I, my people are going to know about you because um, I'm just going to put it out there. I'm going to blast it everywhere. So thank you so much for having me. It's very humbling. <laughs> God bless you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you as well. <laughs> do you ever wonder why you were created and what you're here to do? Then the geography of the soul will help you to find your true place in this world. The music is so inspirational, including tracks such as I Want to Be Loved, State of Grace and Ride On. James Kevin O'Connor is an internationally acclaimed singer, songwriter, music producer, entertainment agent, TV star, and a loving father who leads you to find your true place and calms your mind and soul in breathtaking ways. Buy Geography of the Soul Today by James Kevin O'Connor at iTunes, CD Baby, Amazon, jameskevinoconnor.com, Geography of the Soul, a beautiful CD that you need to own today by James Kevin O'Connor. Sponsored by the James O'Connor Agency. Again I worship. Go. Nobody but me. And why? Well, what did you think? Does Trish have it going on or what? Talented, wise, a beautiful lady inside and out. You can check out Trish on the Dharmic Evolution website, now in 61 countries, and we're just getting warmed up. Because we've now launched our very own radio TV satellite network that will have this show around the world on the Film on TV IPTV satellite network platform. And it's all happening via the James O'Connor Agency, an international talent agency designed to broadcast your global career. 
We have also now formally launched the agency website, and you can now visit the site to find out about all the exciting work we're doing around the world. Hey, do you need funding for your next album project? Well, go to the jamesoconnoragency.com, find out what we do for singer-songwriters, musical artists, as well as authors, speakers, and thought leaders. You can also visit the dharmicevolution.com website. Check out your show and blog profile right now. If you've been on this show, you are now on the site. Trish is now on the site, and people from around the world are logging in to see and hear about Trish and her music. That's it for me today. I'm your host for the Dharmic Evolution, James Kevin O'Connor, singer-songwriter, audio-video artist, master storyteller, and now international talent agent. So until the next time, when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials, or I'll see you from the stage. Ride on, ride on, baby, won't you take a ride with me? Ride on, ride on, we can untangle all the mystery. If wishes were windows, I'd open one and find That freedom is really a simple state of mind So ride on, ride on, baby, won't you take a ride with me? Pictures in your mind I'll take your place